yeah, no, giving kids the skills, showing them they can sew, showing them they can actually make something, which is really, it's really nice for kids to realize, look, I just made something that mm-hmm. looks as good as something you can buy in the shop. And it's often something that kids, you hear kids say, look, I just made it all by myself. They're sort of surprised that they can make something that looks so good and that's something that is actually real. That's part of this building confidence in kids and showing them that they, they can do things that buy themselves. They can make things that look as good as something they buy in the shop. So, um, yeah, just giving kids the confidence and making them realise how clever they are. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox that address again www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox register today and we'll see you on the inside Hello, hello, Blissful Parents. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. I am joined today by a fabulous guest. Her name is Trixie Simmons. Trixie, hi, how are you? Good, thanks, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. And as you can hear, Trixie is not from the US or Canada. She is all the way from Sydney. She is a Sydney-based sewing teacher with 30 years experience behind her. She's a well-known softy designer. So for those of us in North America, call them stuffies. Same thing. Stuffies, softies. I like the name softie though. That's pretty cool. She's a designer and a founder of the wildly successful global initiative called So A Softie. That is a tongue twister. <laughs> and she's also the author, author of three sewing books for parents and kids. So one of her books is called The Zenki Way, A Guide to Designing and Enjoying Your Own Creative Softies. And she was published that last year. So Trixie, hi, how are you doing? I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Michelle. Love, love being here. Oh, good. Well, let's chat about uh, let's chat about sewing. Today we are like talking about how sewing is really helping your kids with their self-confidence. So it's interesting, Trixie, your background, you went from being a school-based teacher. Did you, were you teaching like home ec or something that was involving sewing in the school district? No, I was, I was a te- I am a teacher. I taught at mm-hmm. school, but um, the sewing just came by chance. One of the mums mm-hmm. at the school where my kids were asking if I could do after-school craft classes. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I can do that. You know, went to the library back in those days, no mm-hmm. internet, went to the library, researched a whole lot of projects and said, yep, I'll do the craft class, after-school craft classes. Uh, every now and then I had to do a sewing project with the kids and I realised that kids weren't getting sewing anywhere and the kids really, really loved the sewing. Mm-hmm. So very sort of slowly the craft classes became sewing classes. Cool. And I only focused on hand sewing because mm-hmm. it was something that I thought was accessible to all kids. 
they only needed needle thread fabric mm-hmm. and they could sew. Yeah, it was something totally unexpected. Well, that's awesome. I remember in eighth grade, my first project in home ec class was to sew a um, something where I could put things in my locker in. So it was like a little um, locker storage space. And I remember how fun it was. It was, it was like my favorite thing that we did that whole year. <laughs> it was, it was, it, 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 there was a sense of accomplishment behind yeah. starting a project and finishing it. So yeah. yeah, I'm sure you saw that with the kids too. What were some of the other things that you really found that sewing helped the kids with? Well, I think what you said is really important is that the fact that, you know, you started something and you finished something mm-hmm. and that you did it by yourself. And, and this, it's for kids, it's the all by myself idea. Look, I made this right. all by myself. And that's something I think it's really important in, especially in my classes, like um, I often get the parents to realize that when kids are doing a project, it's the kids have to make the decision. So in my classes, when the kids come to me and say, oh, look, what color should I use or what what uh, shape should I use? Mm-hmm. I often get them get them to say, look at it and say, look, well, what do you think? You know, put on the red, put on the green. What shape would you like to to use? And get them to make the decisions. And I think it's really really important for for kids to realize that they don't need an adult to help them finish the project or make the project. That mm-hmm. they can decide, and their decisions are good decisions. Um, so that was something that was really good. At, that I found in my classes, I, I teach kids um, from five years up. Mm-hmm. And what I found was that, and they would be there from 10 in the morning till three in the afternoon. And the kids had a project and they wanted to complete it. And they would concentrate on this project all day. And even the five-year-olds, you know, would be there sewing all day. And at lunchtime, the kids would come and say, look, after five-minute break, they would say, can we go back and finish our projects? They were mm-hmm. so determined they had something that they wanted to do and it was something that they had designed so they were always really really excited to you know determined to finish this project in the workshop so um that was one of the things and just seeing kids that kids could concentrate for so long was one of the things that I realized was really um good for kids and the fact that they made something at the end by themselves they decided what to do and at the end they had this project that they could show and hold and and people could see so that was another thing that I thought was really important or really good about saying that at the end of the lesson kids had something to hold and to show and that was really important and really good for kids. Yeah and that focus I think is so important especially these days when kids <laughs> attentions are all over the place sitting and focusing on something is probably really great for them to, yeah. to work on. <laughs> I think it's because they had something that they really really wanted to do and that they were they were totally involved in their projects when they were sewing and it made um you know they could concentrate and you could see like even kids who were five or six could concentrate for really long periods of time if they really wanted to do something. Oh, yeah. Really, really interesting. And obviously just the manual skills that kids were learning and developing is, is really good for them. But And that just confidence and seeing that they were, they were able to do something by themselves, that they could make decisions and those decisions were good. Mm-hmm. And in my classes also I like to make sure that, you know, that I don't undo stitches. You know, whatever stitches kids do are always, you know, they're always good stitches that whatever decisions kids made make about their projects, I don't put any of my 
preconceived ideas onto what they should be doing. It's like whatever they do, it's perfect. Yeah, that's a great philosophy. I was sharing with you before we pressed record. My daughter is six and had this little uh, project that was kind of like embroidery, but some some sewing and stuffing of little seashells and stars and things like and shapes and, and then some sewing. And, you know, for her, she needed a little help with me holding this stuff, but I was trying to get her to do it because it's so easy as parents to just take over <laughs> and then it becomes our project, not theirs. And it's not as much fun for them. <laughs> so no. Trying really hard for her to like support her in, in doing it. Are those some of your uh, softies behind you that you've uh, created? Yeah, I've got a lot of softies here. Yeah. <laughs> <Those are great. laughs> so is that like about the right size for like kids as a good project for them to start with? Isn't they're nice and small and not too big or complicated? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on kids, but basically I tried to do, I think, you know, what's that, about like a about 12 inch sort of start mm-hmm. off because sometimes kids can't get, the, you know, the stitches the right size and it gives them um, the opportunity to practice their stitches. I like to start off with straight lines, getting the kids to work on a straight line because it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. So like this is like, you know, this little fella, he's like a Zenki, so we, we start off with this and he's just got like lots of straight lines to yeah. make it easier for kids. This particular guy, um, I do with kids and it's like, there are no little bits to insert. So the back and the front right. is just one piece of felt. The front is another piece of felt. So it gives them the face part here to just design whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And then there's just that very straight stitching. So um, that's sort of the size I like to start off with. Mm-hmm. Lots of straight line. I like running stitch because it's a simple, like an you know, up and down stitch. Right. And that's the sort of the idea of the Zenki way that my book is that the Zenkis were softies or stuffies that just had a front piece of felt and a back piece of felt. There was no little bits to insert. It was just two pieces and the the simple running stitch. Because I remember when I was a kid, I would get these projects. Mm -hmm. That was so complicated. There was (laughs) this to insert, that to insert and pin and they just were too hard for me as a little kid. So when I designed or when I designed my projects, I tried to make them simple, that there's no bits mm-hmm. to insert to make um, sure that there's a lot of space or, or room for their kids to, to be creative and that whatever they do, that it looks good in the end. So I designed the projects to, no matter what the kids' stitches looks like, the project's going to look good in the end and the no, kids are going to yeah. have their projects. Because I remember at school coming home with projects sometimes that were so ugly that I oh, didn't feel <laughs> proud of them. I want kids to feel proud of their work and to right. feel that they've done a really good job mm. and to be sort of happy. So that's how I design my projects, to, to be simple for the kids to sew. And also um, I try to encourage mums mm-hmm. to to realise that I can sew with kids because when I started Sew a Softie back in um, 2016, mm-hmm. part of the idea was to make mums and dads and parents and educators realise that they could sew with kids because a lot of yeah. parents came to me and said, look, I can't even sew on a button. Yeah. How can I sew with my kids? How can I teach my kids? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Everybody can sew yeah. and it's just giving parents the confidence yeah. to believe that, they can sew with the kids and it's easy and the doable. So even though the the projects I designed, the Zenkis, are easy for kids to sew, but they're also to show parents that you can sew with your kids. It's really easy. You know, if you can do a running stitch, mm-hmm. um, you can do it. And if you can't do a running stitch, 
I've got lots of videos to show you exactly how to do it. <laughs> so Perfect. I see you've of- got lots of stuff on YouTube too, which is awesome. That was very helpful to have things on YouTube so people can see, see and see what you're up to. And then I'd love to chat about your event uh, that you have, the so so stuffy stuff. I keep wanting to say stuffy because that's what we call them here. <laughs> so 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 a softy is such a tongue twister. So yeah, yeah. so tell us about your your um, event. It sounds like it's gotten a lot of momentum and a lot of communities involved and libraries and all sorts of really yeah. cool things. I actually have two events. So the first one is that just finished. It's so it's the so softy global kids sewing party. So that happens all of March. And um, kids join in, they sew a softy or a stuffy, mm-hmm. and then they decide um, they give gift it to somebody. And it can be like a neighbor, friend, teacher. I have kids donating softies to um, cat shelters, like a just now oh, a little cool. bit yeah. tiny <laughs> mice. They put little catnip in it and they're giving it to a cat shelter. So the yeah. idea is just to get kids not only to learn how to sew, but to realize that they can make a difference. They can yeah. they can give something to somebody and, and help another person and and make another person feel really, you know, really good and happy. And it's just to show kids they can make a difference because I think we often underestimate how amazing how clever kids really are and I think if we give kids the opportunity to shine they do and even with sewing I've had kids you know three or four year olds who want to sew who can sew because you know they want to show um, their, their mum or their older brother or sister that they can show so if we give kids the skills and we trust them and show them you know what they can do I think they rise to the occasion and they they realize how amazing they really are. So, so a softy global kids sewing party is all about just making kids realize they can make a difference in the world. And I so, love that because it's like kind of pushing them out of their comfort zone, right? Sewing is not necessarily something that their parents do or they do together with their parents. So it's pushing them just a little bit out of that comfort zone and getting them some skills that they don't, they wouldn't yeah. maybe normally have otherwise. Yeah, no, giving kids the skills, showing them they can sew, showing them they can actually make something, which is really, it's really nice for kids to realise, look, I just made something that mm-hmm. looks as good as something you can buy in the shop. And it's often something that kids, you hear kids say, look, I just made it all by myself. They're sort of surprised that they can make something that looks so good and that's something that is actually real. That's part of this building confidence in kids and showing them that they, they can do things that buy themselves. They can make things that look as good as something they buy in the shop. So, um, yeah, just giving kids the confidence and making them realise how clever they are. So, and then I have another event in July, which is just called So Soft in July, which is just uh, where I have bloggers all over the world. Each and every day they post a, um, a simple to sew softy tutorial and that's just to show people all the different um, ways you can sew softies and stuffies and they're all easy to sew and hoping that we can just get lots and lots of mums and dads and anybody realising that they can sew with their kids and that it's, that's doable and it doesn't have to be perfect because that's, that's one of the things that mums mums will often say to me, oh, but my stitches aren't perfect. And I said, you know, that the stitches don't have to be perfect. You know, you just do a stitch. Every stitch is a good stitch and yeah, 
that's yeah. each stitch you get better and better I'm sure yeah. <laughs> now you yeah. mentioned that you teach kids as young as five is there a specific age that you think would be the best for kids to start um not really I think it's you often have to just you know judge your child I know that you can get three or four year olds or five year olds sewing especially if they see like I said their mum or older sibling sewing then they want to do what their older brother or sister or mum is doing I start with my kids in my classes when they're five. They've started Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. That just seems a good age to start. I mean, with you know, and it just you just have to judge your child and the situation. And kids often work much differently with a parent and with uh, like a teacher. Sometimes you know they'll they'll listen to the teacher more (laughs) than they'll listen. Or maybe the teacher's got a little bit more patience than the parents. I think sometimes kids think, oh, yeah, you know, mom doesn't know how to do that. You know, ask the teacher, yeah. they'll know. <laughs> My kids always go to their nana who knows how to sew, not their mom. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of can get out. But yeah, so age is just, you know, like I'll start with five, but you just judge whatever age your child is ready and you just got to have, and just to remember, it's good to remember that sewing is all about having fun and right. just spending time with your kids. Yeah. And judging if kids seem to be getting a bit, you know, antsy, then, you know, you stop it. You start with a, a very quick project. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you make it fun. We always, at the end of my <laughs> class, we always have like um, chocolate crackles, we call them. Um, I can't remember, rice, little sort of, mm, I don't know what you call them in the States. They're like rice crispies mixed with chocolate and made into little um, oh, cute. <laughs> cakes. I don't know if you have them in Canada or the States. But, yeah, it's something just about having fun. Mm-hmm. that's sort of what I try to get over to parents and there's no right there's no wrong you know don't um don't tell your kids what to do and I think sewing is a perfect activity doing that uh, I've been hearing a lot of parents uh say that like when their kids are coloring or they're doing lego or something they've been popping on like a podcast or something for the kids to listen to like a story or listen to something like on audio which is kind of neat too it helps with their imagination while they're while they're doing a craft or something I think that's pretty cool too or it's a great connection point for parents and kids it sounds like yeah and you know what's really interesting is one of the most surprising things that parents often say to me mm-hmm. you know I can't believe how meditative you know the sewing oh, was yeah. like mm-hmm. really really hectic and this and that they found it was a really, it was really like meditative and they, they sort of ended up, it was very calming for kids, which surprised a lot of parents that they actually said, you know, I can't believe that it really was so, you know, it was a calming effect in our, in our household, which was a really nice, nice surprise for parents that, you know, once yeah. kids that sort of the sewing, and like I, I, I said to you before, I just focus on hand sewing and it's just, you know, the stitches, the rhythm, the stitches, the going up and down. Right. And it was really nice sort of um, side effect of sewing that you know parents weren't expecting is that it was mm-hmm. calming especially you know with the pandemic and all the problems that families have had and yeah. getting kids to do something that mm-hmm. you know they could do and they could continue to do and they often said after the first project another thing was that the kids always wanted to do like in that second project which was really nice so 
I saw one on your, um, on your website that was like a fish. It was so cute. <laughs> Such a, there's, they're great little, like they're very colorful. They're small. They're perfect size. Like I think that you've done a really great job in designing those. It looks really great. So for Blissful Parents, if uh, you, you're on your phone, save this website, go ahead over to your desktop and check it out because you got to see these pictures. So softy.com. So it's S-E-W-S-O. It's so a so the letter a and then <laughs> softie.com so soasofty.com that's Trixie's website where you can find out all all the great information about um her events and also see some of her designs on there and also some tutorials and she's got a great YouTube channel as well Trixie is there a particular way to get to your YouTube channel you'd like to share with everyone it's just so softy and I'm also on Instagram where I post a lot of tutorials like quick tips and tutorials so that's where I spend most of my time I'm on Instagram and if if anybody has any questions about sewing I also have a Facebook group where people can come and ask questions or they can um, just DM me on Instagram perfect YouTube is also just so a softy so a softy there are lots of tutorials here which is great those are good for the visual learners (laughs) yeah Trixie, any last words before we let you go today? Thank you so much for sharing all your projects with us. It's been really cool to see how sewing can really help build the confidence and resilience in our kids like we want. Uh, And we want to see those kids having a lot more confidence these days. (laughs) Yeah, it's good for kids. And just, you know, sewing is just about having fun, about spending time with your kids and just enjoying. I think it's just a a nice activity. It's something that you can take away, you know, take with you when you go on holidays Mm. and it's just about having fun, spending time with your kids and, and remembering it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> like that. It does not have to be perfect. And, yes. it won't be a, and it won't be perfect. And we're okay with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Trixie, for hanging out with us today. Blissful parents, go on and head over to sewasofty.com and check out all of Trixie's amazing designs and things over there. So until next time, Blissful parents, go on out there, try a sewing project for yourself. Let us know how it worked for you. And we'll see you again next week. Take care. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.